need to be so fussy all the time. Can you believe it? She's so wrong. Welcome back to Don't Cast and Drive. Yo, yo. First, maybe second official episode with Sometimes B and Kylie Too Smart. Hi. What is going on? How are you? I'm excellent. I'm really jazzed to be here. You're jazzed? So jazzed. Super jazzed. I'm jazzed that you're here too. I'm like really happy and excited. You sound it. You sound so happy. I don't actually <laughs> fuck. No, I'm I am like, so happy, I'm so happy you're here. Now, okay, so what just happened to us recently was I was supposed to record literally almost three hours ago. Yes. And it didn't work out because I, my dumbass didn't do a specific errand on time. And so because I didn't do that errand in the right time... We were running around in Los Gatos trying to find a post we were office driving, that was open. And we could not cast and drive. And we couldn't cast and drive because that's the name of the show. Don't cast and drive. Do not do it. It's not yeah. safe. It is not safe. You know, my original gimmick was supposed to have people inside my car. Inside your car? Like an originals, uh, was it the lip sync show with, is it Adam? Like car- karaoke carpool or yeah, something? Karaoke yeah, karaoke carpool. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I wasn't going to have people sing in the car, but the whole point was to podcast in the car, and then I forgot that summertime comes <laughs> Oh my god, people dying in the car? Everyone's yes. going to die, so don't cast and drive where everyone dies instead of, instead of like, it's, it's a real macabre show. I'm here to fry you up. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, but I think I've only had maybe one successful interview inside of a car. And then we just didn't do that. So shout outs to Devane, who was part of that process. I miss you dearly. Um, Devane Peterson is now doing some big things in Vegas right Ooh. now. Like, yeah, he's doing. He's going back into entertainment. Oh, let's go visit. I've never been to Vegas. No, shut up. No, really, I have never. I've never been to Vegas. Okay, so here's Vegas. How I treat Vegas. I don't do all the dumb touristy things. Nobody likes the dumb touristy things. No, I I go for a reason. <laughs> so the last time I went was for the Star Trek convention. <gasps> mm-hmm. I love Star Trek. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I went with uh, some buddies of mine. I went with uh, Nicole Boas, who was previously on the show. And I also went with um, Jerry. And I think, oh, you know what? No, I went to Vegas also another time after that. But for some reason, I keep finding myself back in Vegas again. Which is, like, really interesting because I didn't think I was going to keep going back because I didn't want to go there for, like, you know, getting all slammed inside of a, inside of a, um, like, a club or anything like that. And I didn't want to, like, see any of, like, the really terrible, um, like, street performances by, like, di- like knockoff <laughs> Disney characters, which is really frightening. Like... There was a video that was, like, Minnie Mouse beating the shit out of some lady. Holding Minnie! Yeah, I think it was a police officer. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Minnie Mouse goes hard. Minnie Mouse goes hard, y'all. And so, yeah, I just don't like going to Vegas for those reasons. But, like, I'll go if there's, like, a convention, like, Evo or, you know. I'll go if it's Evo or Star Trek convention. A big thing that 
a lot of people go out there for that I know is like for that Magic the Gathering tournament. Huh. Yeah. And so anyway, um, yeah, we're back much better. Yeah. yeah. So it turns out that, um, I want to try to kind of do a thing like how's your week? Yeah. And then like, what are you looking forward to Kylie too smart? I am looking forward to, um, this visit I have on Monday. I'm going to go check out a massage school. And um, walk their campus and talk to some of their instructors and learn more about the program. I've been interested in doing massage for like a very, very long time. And I'm like finally doing it. Um, And then I've also been like actually progressing with my tarot and like, you know, putting myself out there a little more. Um, I did like a, I was doing like a little daily thing on my Instagram I try. I went live the other day, but I'm like trying to find a better way to do that. So I think I might just end up like recording short videos because they're really short. It's just like you know a card a day, and then um, whatever inspires you for that day to to work on yourself. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, that sounds like fun. Can you can you read mine? Yeah, I would love to. I brought my cards. Oh sweet. I yeah, it's a thing. We should do that later. Yeah. No, I. I don't really know, like, I don't, so the whole thing with, like, tarot readings is, like, there's always, like, this, like, meme like, there's, there's like, meme to it. <laughs> meme There's yeah. a meme 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 thing to it, where it's, like, you gotta be a lady in a headdress. Oh, and then my there's, God. like, a mystical ball. Yes. But you're not any. <laughs> I'm not any of those. And you know the thing that's been, like, killing me, people, killing me? And I don't know if it's just because I've, like, had the privilege of growing up around a lot of brown people, like, when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, a lot of the spiritual healers that I know and, like, a lot of teachers that I've had um, have been brown women and brown men. And moving out here to San Jose um, and, like, trying to find that community again. And it's all, like white ladies (laughs) and I'm like so shook um because I like I don't know I just don't know how to feel about that I'm like they're really like Oakland is not that far away like how are there no brown healers out here like there's no hood witch in my neighborhood sorry everyone's Christian go find a Baptist church like no (laughs) even like in the spiritualist (laughs) community I'm like why are there more brown people like it's just it's strange um so um, I don't know I'm hoping to change that Right down the street from the school that I'm going to go look at, actually, is uh, the Nirvana Healing Center. Ooh. And uh, I want to go talk to them mm-hmm. because they have, like, body uh, intuitive workers, which is basically, like, people who do massage but who have not done, um, like, a certified program. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I would really love to get my foot in the door doing that. I, I have lots of experience. I've been doing massage for, like, a really long time. And I just, um, now like looking to get accredited, but I was looking at the people that they have working there. I'm like, man, you could really use some diversity in your staff. You've got like one person who's maybe Hispanic Mm -hmm. and like the rest are just like white ladies. Like, uh, you know, you should, you should get some flavor in your studio. Hire me. (laughs) Hire me. Hire me. Hire me. No, I, there's a lot of environments that need to be better about that right so a lot of workplace environments and now there's like so many articles on like and it doesn't even have to be on a healer sense it's like just across the board across the board and they're older too i'm like you don't have any like younger people 
I mean, like, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, having experience in whatever stage of life that you're at. But if you don't open your doors to the younger generations, like, who's going to pass on your traditions? Yeah, yeah. You know? There is a sense of gatekeeping. Yeah, definitely. I have noticed, and this is just, like, something, like, I I generally, like, have noticed, like, working at, like, the number of jobs I've worked at. Like, anybody who finds out about your age, Hmm. like... I jokingly, like, run around and I call myself a millennial, but, like, the moment that someone latches onto that, they're like, oh, shit, she doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, my God. She doesn't know how to do... What do you mean she can't type? It's, it's like... Insane. And then the, the what other... What do you mean <sighs> she can't do accounting? She can't print that. I can't print that. So she can't do that. You, know, It's like... Right? Chill the fuck out. I'm like, not only that, but unless you actually speak to me, how are you going to know what skills I possess? Uh, also, I have the problem of looking younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people think that I'm, like, in my early 20s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You just um, haven't aged since 2009. I haven't aged since high school. Um, like, You've been the same bitch. I've been the same bitch. No, I'm like, it's been uh, 10 years. I'm 29. But people are like, oh, so you're like, just if they were to look at my face thinking I'm, like, 24, 23, I'm like, uh... Like, no, actually, um, I've been in a teller position before. I know how to handle money and finances. <laughs> and Excuse me, I know how to talk to people. I can type. <laughs> oh, the worst thing I had at a job one time, and it's just because with Bay Area, like, we have a lot of people who come in from different countries mm-hmm. and with that language barrier. And, oh, my God, it's like, I worked in an environment where someone was straight up like, you can't say no. You have to find another way to say no. And I'm like... This person just came to America and has been learning English for five years. I'm going to say no because they know what no means. Yeah. Even that sentence is, like, really confusing. Please be clear and concise. Yeah. Because if I go, like, if they say, oh, am I allowed to do this? And I say, oh, but, you know, like, and just beat around the bush. Like, that's fucking them up. And that's just, like, manipulation. And I'd rather give them a clear answer and then say. No, you can't do this. (laughs) Like, no, but, like, it's always good to say no, comma, but, and then carry on with the option, but it's never good to just be like, actually. Yes, and those commas are important, because if you tell somebody they have no but, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a whole other issue. What do you mean you don't have a but? <laughs> what do you mean? Here's this policy, you have no ass. You have no ass, <laughs> no ass, no shoes, no service. Oh my god, no ass, no shoes, no service. It's just, like, and this is, like, coming from an older person who, like, heard me tell someone, like, oh, are you guys open on weekends? And I said, no, but we are open, like, this day through this day. And then he goes, you can't say no. I'm like, oh, fuck. What do you want me to say? Like, what the hell do you want me to say? And then, like, the whole time he was micromanaging everything that I was saying. And so, like, when you're micromanaged, obviously, like, you're you're a little bit, you feel constricted. You can't breathe. So when you can't breathe, you don't make sense because there's no oxygen. Okay. breathe breathe veronica (laughs) but anyway yeah like carrying on traditions like you gotta be a little bit more mindful of like who you want to bring in because if you don't bring or properly groom those people then they're gonna lose faith and they're gonna want nothing to do with it yeah yeah no i agree totally fucking hear that sexual health sexual health sexual health let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it um, drink your water, drink do your, your water. kegels. Do your kegels. Yeah. Kegels are super subtle. They are. And, yeah. like, a, there's a lot of misconceptions. They're like, oh, 
only women have to do like pelvic floor exercises. I'm like, uh, no, men should be working on that too. Yeah. Like, especially if you have concerns about maybe, you know, uh, lasting longer or just having more control over your orgasm. Maybe you want to like try some kundalini stuff, you know, you're trying to get into that tantric, like get some ergonomics. <laughs> Let's get physical, physical. <laughs> no, it's like, it's important. Boys and goils. Boys and goils. Yeah. yeah. No, let's talk about, like, muscles and exercises and stuff, because, like, I feel like that's, like, such a important thing to keep in mind when, you know, you want to be healthy in that area of your life, because I noticed that, I guess, like, there's always, like, a loss of sex drive, or, like, I hear about people who don't have sex for two months, and they're like, uh. or it's also that, you know, like, sometimes people get stuck in the same routine or they're just too shy to get into other things and then they compensate for, like, you know, for example, sex toys should be a complimentary thing, not a thing to, like, make a new routine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think people need to get a little more comfortable with exploring their own bodies. And if you're going to have sex with someone else, that you should also get comfortable with exploring their body and finding out, you know what is pleasurable for them, as well as what's pleasurable for you. Um, physical translates to emotional, like, mm-hmm. so quickly. And even, like, chemical, especially chemicals, like, why, you know, why are we having sex? You know, because you want to, like, that feel good. You want to mm-hmm. make each other feel good. And, like, that carries out through, you know, the rest of the actions that you have. Yeah. You know, when you're having good sex and you're feeling great, like, I feel like your whole life is going great. And if you're... You're not having good sex. Like, you're going to be sad and your outlook may not be um, as great. So, yeah. so like, everyone says, like, communicate is, like, you know, the number one yes. thing. But it's so important to communicate. Like, everyone forgets that. Everyone is so forgetful about the communication part. Like Or shy. Bashful. Like, just... And I think it's just because everyone's not used to let, allowing their partners to be vulnerable. Yeah. There was always some weird tinkering of, like, oh, they can't be doing all that, or they can't be doing all this. Like, so nobody for example, wants to feel like, judged either, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so for example, like, if you're into, like, if you're into, like, having more, like, like, let's say, like, being more aggressive, and I say aggressive, like, having more, like, a firmness to, like, your style, maybe one partner doesn't know what that means, and so you kind of have to explain, like, well, this is what I mean, like, you can put my hands in this place. Be more forward. You can, you can Take, lead me like yeah. it's a salsa dance, like, you, you need to lead me, right? And yeah, I have, know to, what you want. I have to follow. Pleasing you yeah. pleases me. Yeah, <laughs> and so, and then also that other partner needs to communicate, like, well, I'm not sure what you mean, so you have to really show me what you mean and kind of lead from there, you know? Um, so, like, showing is really, like, a huge deal, because... The more you bond in a vulnerable state, the stronger your relationship gets. That's true. That mm-hmm. is so true. Um, a lot of, like, a lot of what we're hearing about now is, like, men um, being a little more open and exploring with, like, anal. You know, you're starting to hear a lot more about, like, pegging or, like, eating out, finding the prostate. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that's a great, you know, conversation to have. And, mm-hmm. like... Um, depending on, like, what community you're in, it may or may not be more open to it. Mm -hmm. I know, like, definitely in the black community that, like, even now men are, like, considering that 
like homo tendencies which so i'm like that's ridiculous because if you're with me it doesn't have to be homoerotic yeah and i'm a woman i'm like your prostate is just a part of your body mm-hmm. it's an erogenous zone it brings you pleasure like why wouldn't you want to explore that part of you dude if no one comes that's like i'm not gonna touch my clitoris because i don't yeah. want to be gay yeah. like which is ridiculous <laughs> oh boy that would be a problem huge problem so problematic <laughs> No, I, I totally agree. I, yeah, I think talking about it is, like, such a big thing. Like, talking about it is, like, a huge, huge thing. Um, and making sure that it's okay to experiment, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. Like, there's been a couple of times that, like, me and my boyfriend have, like, tried a couple things, and, like, we're like, oh, we really like that. And then, and then sometimes, like, there was one time we, when we were, like, messing around for the first time and he did something I'm like oh I actually do not like that he goes oh shit I'm so sorry and he thought like it's like fuck it's over it's over it's over and I'm like no just don't do it the next time yeah just don't and like sometimes it takes, it takes time to ease into something you know maybe one year they're not up for it and then maybe the next year they're like oh hey like do you want to try this again you know yeah, like yeah. and baby steps you know yeah. like baby go steps. like fucking balls to the wall fist <laughs> at the ready you know all right let's get it no, <laughs> just like, like <laughs> you know do some research read some books together um like go to the sex shop talk to the people there like you know, knowledgeable staff you know knowledge is power get you some finger condoms you know or like yeah. even some smaller toys if like fingers are just too big you know, work your way I up i think no one also talks about this like the decompression times. Oh after. yeah, you, like you you gotta be relaxed. There's gotta be like aftercare. Feeling that vulnerable, yeah. like and that intense can like make you feel. Depending on like who you're with, it can make you react strangely. Like you might cry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you might have a reaction that you weren't expecting, and so it's like just being you know really there with your partner. Yeah, because I feel like. So, when I had my hoe phase, (laughs) we all have our hoe phases, like... Face? (laughs) I just feel like whenever I would, like, you know, get with someone, that every time I would have that, I felt like it was so natural just to have that, like... Connection? Like, whether if I was going to see this person again or not. That aftercare is important. But what was really weird is that it was always the guy that would like get up and just be like I gotta fucking go I gotta leave and they would just get all f- fucking weirded out right and it's like are you getting all up in your feelings cause then what that is followed by is like getting all freaked out and leaving I'm like is... or are you afraid that I'm gonna be in my feelings and be attached to you just because like we shared intimacy like yeah. I really feel like there's yeah. no such thing as casual sex mm-hmm. you know what I mean you are even though I had a hoe face no like <laughs> Having having multiple partners, that doesn't mean it's casual. You know what I mean? You're still picking this person for a reason. Like, there's still a trust that is exchanged. Like, it's not casual. You're letting somebody in your body. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It doesn't mean that you have to have a deep spiritual or emotional connection to this person. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to, like, throw that concept out the window of casual sex. You still have a responsibility, like to the person that you're having sex with. Mm-hmm. Because for both of, parties. For both parties. Yeah. It's not like, even if you're just doing a mutual masturbation thing, like, you guys are still, you know, you gotta be grateful or thankful to for that pleasure that you guys are giving each other for that space that you have and that you're, like, able to have this connection, mm-hmm. however momentary it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and like there's still like a level of care just as like decent human beings you know like don't be a trash person yeah and leave right after you've gotten yours like that's just not acceptable behavior yeah exactly like I just feel like that whole scenario in general is just a bunch of like they get all freaked out and they leave and then I'm just like okay and then what I would do is I would always do like a follow-up text like hey is everything cool and then zero of zero like response and then it's like I would get a response like late at night like a couple nights later being like hey what are you doing I'm like okay this is no, no, not no. that needs to be like if that's, that's the kind of relationship you want yeah. that needs to be a conversation that is had before like hey this is what I'm looking for like really I just I just need a fuck buddy <laughs> like not even friends not even a friends with benefits I just yeah. I'm looking for a fuck buddy like I think our bodies uh fit together really well I had great sex with you but I'm really not trying to get emotionally attached right now. Like, yeah, are you yeah. okay with that? And like, set some parameters within yourself. Like, look, you gotta be adults. If yeah. you're gonna do it, you're gonna have sex. You gotta be willing to talk about sex. And I think, yeah. like, that's integral and a like a huge piece of education that is missing mm-hmm. from a lot of our like first experiences, well, our first childhoods. Like, nobody talks about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's also like in it's promoted in movies, right? Like, it's promoted oh in God. so much media. Movies, where it's like, music, everything, movies, porn, music, the anime. pizza man, <laughs> pizza man, the pizza man. <laughs> right? Okay. Did is you it... order extra sausage? <laughs> Let me touch some pepperonis. Uh, Get that, that cheese in me. So heavy. Oh, like the girl who let's get lost, lost in that sauce. Lost in that sauce. I don't have pockets. I can't pay for this pizza. Oh no! What <laughs> shall we ever do? And then you get that nasty emoji. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a huge disappointment for any person who's decided that they're gonna deliver pizza for this opportunity. Oh, they're probably just like, oh, fuck! I got rent to pay. I got rent to pay. Like your pussy ain't all that. Damn. Because <laughs> it's always it's always that archetype, right? It's always like the distressed house mom. Like, oh, I can't pay for this. And it's just like the old, like the fresh like young man. In like, college, like, bitch, I can't pay for tuition either. Somebody yeah, got paid like, for this pizza and it should not be me. Should not. <laughs> oh, my God. Pussy to pizza ratio. Pussy what is this? <laughs> Does this pussy pay for my rent? Do you spit out dollars? It might. Will it queef out dollars? Queef, queef. <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, we would be so fucking magical and valued more if we queefed out money. Uh, I mean, practically do. Oh, yeah. Sorry. There's, this is a no shame sex work podcast. <laughs> right? Not, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that shit, right? Like, that would be insane. It's like rupees that would just, like, fall out. Rupees! <laughs> what? Like... Just like, you know, just shake her a little bit and then like a rupee falls out. If you break her, then all the rupees fall out. Don't break your partner's face. Oh my God. <laughs> this went down a real, real dark uh, <laughs> alley. No That's why right. Wick is after Zelda. <laughs> I got that name right. Right? Yes. Yes. L- Link is not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, back to... <laughs> topic at hands yeah so 
um, you know, decompress with your partners is really important. Making sure you guys have a follow-up conversation is really important. Like, I've had so many people fuck this up so many times where, like, if I straight up tell someone, I'm like, yeah, I see you more than just, like, a fuck partner, like, then they'll take the steps, like, well, I don't see you like that. I'm like, okay, that needs to end and then something happens. Or, you know, if someone's like, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship, but I would still like to see you. It's like, oh, this is great. Like, my terms were always like, just let me know when you start seeing someone else because... Also, sexuality. I'm monogamous because of my safety. Like, I'm not monogamous because I'm, like, traditional. I'm monogamous because I like to keep track of what's going on. So, like, if yeah. I need to get tested, I know who I need to, like, discreetly report my my dealings with. Because I don't want to have, like, multiple partners and then just shuffle around being like, okay, I saw, I saw Janet yesterday. Okay, I saw Kendra, like, two months ago. Okay, I saw Matthew six months ago. You know, it's just... It's a lot for me. So, and I'm, again, I'm not shaming any other sexualities. And like, if everybody has another way to manage it, like that's, that's, I respect that. But for my personal like preferences, yeah. like I just, I just want to stay monogamous. So back to the guy, I was just like, Hey, just let me know. So then that way, like if you're trying to pursue a serious relationship, I know how to weed myself out. Yeah. And, um, you know, and like, he didn't really exactly follow but it's whatever like we're past that we had talks and I forgave him it's whatever but yeah like I don't know like it's just one of those things like I just want to keep that communication open so that way we're all playing it safe here you know yeah um I think it's really important to talk about testing and Mm -hmm. to really destigmatize that you know like how great would it be for people to like literally just have their results on hand all the time Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like that would just alleviate a lot of stress. But for some reason, no, there's a lot of stigmas and everything. People don't get tested regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you are, you know, monogamous, mm-hmm. like, you should still get tested because yeah. you never know. You never know. You know, human beings are flawed. You know, even if you have an agreement with your partner, things don't always go to plan. Um, you never know what they're doing outside. Mm-hmm. And not all, you know, oh, STDs, sexually transmitted yeah. diseases are actually, you know, like entirely sexual. There's many instances where you can get herpes because, you know, you were hanging out with your friends and you shared a glass or something or oh, like totally. you kissed with your friends. You know what I mean? Like there's just, there's many, uh, many different instances of like exposure and like health is just... Um, sexual health is important. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And so that's why it's just, again, like, like, so that way I can always just go to that one person and just be like talking to them. But like, regardless of like how many partners you have or how many you do, you should always get tested. Like I might actually like at some point probably will get tested for myself just because why not? Out here playing Russian roulette in the sheets. I know Russian roulette in the sheets, old shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I always want to end this segment as I'm provision is always in the eyes of the beholder. Did you want to maybe talk about um before we end it? Yeah. Is there like a particular sex act or something that took you a while to open up towards, like 
if you just had some insecurities about performing it or something to get over. Oh, you're asking me to get vulnerable with a yeah, capital B. Vulnerable, the capital vulnerable B. B. So you sometimes we too vulnerable B. Vulnerable B. Kylie, yeah. too smart. I sound like a Pokemon. Vulnerable B. Vulnerable B. Vulnerable B. Vulnerable B. <laughs> Do quick attack. Vulnerable B. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Would I be trainer too smart? Can I throw the balls? Yes! I will juggle the balls. Oh my god. Uh, I guess um I came out as bi like last year. Yay! It took me a really long time to accept that. I don't think I've ever like officially come out like on a platform or anything, but growing up, um like uh, as early as maybe like elementary school. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always telling people that I liked girls. Um, I even got in trouble um, at my private school. Shout out St. Andrew's Priory. Boo. Boo. And like maybe third or fourth grade for kissing girls. And then they're like super Catholic, of course. And I was like, I'm gay. And they're like, you're too young to be gay and to make those decisions. And I was like, well, no, because this is how I feel. And uh, it's just never, I don't know, really gone away. I, I consider myself pansexual. It's like, gender doesn't really matter as much to me as um, the person does. Like, who you are inside is what I'm really attracted to. So, Yeah, I just, I think in college I just wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was always, like, I was always, my preference was always led towards more men. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would always, every once in a while, find myself having a crush on a girl. Every but once in a while. There's a lovely lady out there. There's a lovely lady. Or, like, f- like, you know, feminine figure that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, yes. Um, but I also just really like dick. (laughs) (laughs) Like dick. Um, Dick is great. Yeah, so I just I just wasn't sure and then like I I took a lot like I took a lot of time and this is this can be for like another podcast, but like the implications of being like quote unquote single. Like everyone keeps saying single and I hate that word. I, I hate that word single and I, I have to really map it out. But like I took a long time, a lot of time by myself without having to focus on getting a commitment or trying to aim for what everybody does is to get to marriage. Look, you went and got all deep on me and I was just looking like, oh yeah, no, I used to be uncomfortable getting eaten out. And like now that I'm older, I learned how to relax with that. But you over here went deep on me. Deep, yeah. deep. So, uh, yeah, like I just, I just, you know, I just didn't want to like be like weird about it and like maybe I was also trying to make sure my identity my sexual identity was not because like I was having poor relationships with men so I could switch over yes which that's a whole funny thing that is frustrating in any community I think yeah so I was just yeah so I just wanted to like take a lot of time but then I really thought about it I'm like yeah nah like if I'm like (laughs) if I'm like masturbating and like I'm thinking about a girl every once in a while. Like, it, it, it's just, like... And I'm not even thinking about, like, any particular girl. It's like, yeah, oh, she's just, just really pretty. And, like, I think about it. It's the like, female form in general. Yeah, so and then, and then it happens. I'm like, okay, obviously, yeah, there's some gay shit going on. <laughs> obviously, this is working there's for me. There's some gay shit going on. So, uh, yeah, like, I it took a while. And what's really nice is, like, my 
my boyfriend is really supportive. Like, Cash, I told Cash about it, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm bisexual. And he, he's like, oh, okay. Like, he didn't, like, make it a big deal. Like, he wasn't, like, trying to, like, be like, oh, so you're going to change your thesis. Like, no, he wasn't anything like that, which is, like, the stigma that usually being bisexual comes with. <laughs> he didn't go all silent to the lambs on you and, like, tuck his penis in between his legs. <laughs> Would you fuck me? Oh my god! I'd fuck me. <laughs> I'd fuck me you're welcome for that visual, by the way. Cash, you're, if you're listening you're for Valentine's, um, perhaps you should love him think so of much. this. Oh my god! You could, you could even go the Jay and Silent Bob route and just, you know, trench cut it. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> Clerks yeah, too. Yes, that's my um my vulnerable section of that but like I'm not feeling like any type of way you know yeah like I just like again like I've stated like I'm bi Mm -hmm. I'm like more monogamous leaning or I'm like monogamous for safety reasons and Mm -hmm. also I lean more towards guys than I do girls but I think it's one of those where girl that I'm like damn okay okay um for me it was like sitting on a man's face Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. So, like, I have big thighs, big ass, like, um, I, like, so many things go through my head. I'm like, I don't want to hurt. Thick thighs give them whiplash. I Thick can't. thighs give them whiplash. I forgot what that was. I'm like, was. I don't know, just like, I don't want to, like, like, the whole smothering thing. I'm like, I really don't want to hurt my partner. And, but mm-hmm. it's like something that my boyfriend was asking for all the time and like for years like I just wasn't really that comfortable with it Mm -hmm. um but like I've been more open to it lately and like tried it I found um that like leaning against a wall and then like sitting backwards like with them on the bed is like a little better for me because I feel like I have more control and like I'm not actually killing them. And it actually, it feels really good. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, um, like it didn't feel good or it wasn't something that I liked. Is more, I think it's just more mental, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm like, what if I really hurt them? Like, I don't want to hurt them. I totally get that, yeah. So it's just like, ugh. But no, um, I tried it now. It's great. I think when you're, like, working with something where it's, like, more of a mental insecurity, finding small ways to work around it, it was like... Yeah, it, it comes with, like, it's like jumping in a pool yeah it's worth it in the end always it's like oh you then you like look back at all you're like why did you wait so long to just to do this and to try this and like just denying yourself all these years you could have been sitting on these faces like sitting on these faces sitting on these faces take notes (laughs) spell my name with your tongue yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yes first middle last Oh my god. <laughs> Get real deep with the beat. <laughs> oh my god. Extra special. Oh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. So I know you wanted to talk more about, like, kind of like. So Kylie and I are from Monterey. Yes. Like, well, you're, I say ish for you because, ish, like, you've been Marina, around. Marina, yeah. you've been around. Okay, like, you were like, oh. you've been around, as in, like, you, you were telling me some shit that you were, like, over in, like, Hawaii. Round and round, yeah. Yeah, so you've been a little traveler, but, like, as for me, like, Monterey, like, the peninsula area in California is just my 
it was just it's your stomping grounds. It's my stomping grounds. Like I know that place like the back of my hand. If oh. I get lost, I know how to get out. Right. Like, one you, does not simply get lost. Yeah. If you stick me in the middle of Skyline Forest, I know how to find Chomp. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like if someone's like, I'm gonna screw you over and put you in the ocean. I'm like, no. I'm like is that NBC Sweets? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you were telling me like that Seaside was segregated. Yes. And I didn't know that. Oh my goodness. So like, I just want you to tell me like that whole thing or actually tell the whole audience, the listeners. Oh, okay. So I didn't really learn about this, um, until like I was maybe high school. And my grandfather, like, my grandparents have been in Seaside for, like, over 40 years. And, you know, you kind of, like, take for granted, like, when you're, you have, like, roots like that. And you've, like, grown up in a community. You don't really know, like, how that community started. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just, I had a friend who lived in, I want to say it's Delray Oaks. Like, little community in between Mm -hmm. Seaside, Monterey, kind of tucked behind. Uh, what is that? Safeway? Yeah. 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 Delray Oaks community. And um, I was talking to my grandparents about like some of the housing and stuff over there. I'd actually worked over there um, taking care of a little old lady mm-hmm. um, as well. And uh, just looking at like some of the pictures and the layout and everything. And my grandparents were telling me like my grandfather used to do a lot of work for the community, you know, fixing things, plumbing you know, fences, housing, whatever. He served his community um, and he would do it for whatever they could afford to pay. Sometimes it was really like he was just doing it out of his own pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was asking him, like, why he doesn't, like, really work in Delray Oaks. And he was telling me that back in the day, uh, he's also a Mason, I was like, they don't have, like, meetings out there, like, nothing. Like, they don't really mess with Delray Oaks. And he was telling me back in the day um, when Seaside was being planned and, like, land was being bought when they were originally looking for housing, Mm -hmm. they were actually looking in that area, but it was segregated. So Mm -hmm. um, they were not uh, allowed. (laughs) They were encouraged not to buy um, in that area. Mm -hmm. And so, like, even if you look at, um, like, some of the older families in Seaside where they are, Seaside's even segregated by, like, the streets that they're on, that you're on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go, you know, like, what, from Marina towards Monterey, it's, like, the wider it gets. Um, and then even we were talking about, like, Sand City, how Sand City is not considered Seaside, even though Seaside High is literally across the street. Yeah. Sand City is so small. It's just industrialized. Sand City is just businesses. And the fact that they would take the majority of the income... And it's like, people from Seaside are shopping there. That's Seaside money. The fact that you would take Seaside money out of Seaside like that, Mm -hmm. and to zone it that way, is also like... Bruh, like, racism is not dead. That segregation is still alive and well today. Um, I don't know many like older black families that are still around mm-hmm. because like you know gentrification is also very real yeah they and... just so just the quick insert there was like a big uh uh community of low-income housing up 
at the top of the projects. Yeah, yes. the projects, and they just renovated that whole area, and then they're putting it at market rent, and it actually drove my mom out of that place. Yeah, um, it's driven many families out of that place. It's driven families out of that place that have lived there like since I was little, and I told you guys like I'm almost thirty now. Mm-hmm. So like for that to happen is just like insane. And then they're not offering any viable um, alternatives. No, they're like, well, we can do this. But it's like, no, get these people like a job that they can pay market rent. You know, the reason why they they settle for this area and put their name on the wait list for these houses because they're struggling. They're struggling. Um, And so, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I had... There's like a whole dark side to that place, but like other than, but <laughs> there's a dark side to every place. Yeah, but aside from that, like I had like so much opportunity. Like the programs that they would put on, like for that place, like for a while they were giving out free food. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while they were um, they provided like a computer center for yes, people to learn. I remember that for people to learn how to type and navigate like computers when computers are starting to like get super popular and I was one of those kids in that computer center like I went through the whole Mavis Beacon suite I love Mavis Beacon like you know if it wasn't for that computer center like I don't know where I would be now with like learning how to navigate like technology I mean I think I would be okay but I don't think I would be as good as I am now true um and so yeah like as much as like that area in general kind of had a weird sense of um I would say like darkness to it there was a lot of opportunity that they really tried to provide for families in that area especially for families who were like barely getting by yeah and then for them to gentrify that whole community that's like a whole that's not even like a whole block that's like a block and a half of, like, housing. I would say two blocks. Yeah, there's, like, a church on one corner, a church on the other corner. That's two blocks. <laughs> yeah. So then they're like, oh, well, we're going to renovate and we're going to make the rent, like, two grand a month. Yeah. I'm like... Insane. How? Fucking how? Like, my mom... My mom was the only provider for that house and she was raising three kids and dealing with some dumb shit from her, like, baby daddy. Like, it was, like... Like, she was supporting him, too, because yeah. he wasn't coming up with, like, consistent rent. And then she had to pull some some shit along to make sure, like, my uncle got paid for us babysitting us on the regular. Like, it was just, it was a lot for her and someone who didn't, like, you know, make the bare, like, she was making bare minimum. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like, that's really sad to say, because I, I didn't realize that Sand City was like that. Yeah, I mean, then also, it's like, you gotta think, uh, back in the days, like, what military land grabs were happening as well, mm-hmm. so you have, like, Fort Ord being built up, and then for a lot of time, all that space was empty, uh, they weren't doing anything with it, and then, like, now they're starting to renovate, and they're starting to do something with all those old buildings, but, like, this whole time, like, there's just so much land and mm-hmm. space that could have been utilized, and, like, it just wasn't. Yeah. Um, now you have, what, like, you have the Naval Postgraduate School there, and you have um, the Presidio, the Defense Language Institute. You have um, all of these different, like, military institutions, and you wonder how much money are they actually putting back into the communities that are around them. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, it's not much. Mm-hmm. Even though Monterey, um, as historical as it is, and as wealthy as some of the people who where there are mm-hmm. you know that trickle down effect um is not like a viable economic 
No, if you're able to, position, like, really, like, ever. Yeah, if you think about it, like, if you're able to, like, split up different parts of the city based off of, like, how you can tell the economic effect oh, yeah. is, like, something is up. So, for example, like, Pacific Grove is a completely different city than Pebble Beach, even though they're right next to each other. Seaside is a completely different city than Monterey. They're right next to each other. Um, what else? Like, Salinas. Oh my. <laughs> baby girl. Oh my god. Salinas <laughs> is a completely different city than Marina. And. Marina's still a very different city than Fort Ord. Yeah. And so, like, you can just tell, like, where the money is being funneled and where, how everything's getting all manipulated. And sure, like, there's, there's, like, one side where, like, okay, how are they doing that grind? I want to know, too. But also, at the same time, there's a lot of gatekeeping so that way people don't have the same access to those resources. Right? And it's dark. York High School is not even, like... I think (laughs) private schools and, like, any for-profit schools should just stop. Should, they should, should, they should just stop. They should just stop. Says Veronica. Like, put the money somewhere else. Put the money somewhere else because, like, it's really creating a divide between people who are, like, being successful and also, like, the networking for those kids. Oh, yeah. Like, Uh, they got it all fucking set for them. She's like, tear it down. Tear Tear the whole thing down. Tear the whole thing down. I I worked in all. I worked for, I worked for for for-profits. I worked for non-profits. I worked for, like, public schools. I volunteered for private schools. I've seen it all. Like, yeah, no, going to York and then um, visiting friends at Seaside High. Mm-hmm. Two completely different worlds. Uh, even going from Seaside High to Monterey mm-hmm. High. Like, two completely different worlds. Yeah. Monterey Carmel High. Carmel High. <laughs> oh, Carmel, Carmel High is shit. <laughs> yeah. Carmel High is supposed to be a public school and they treat it like a private school. So if you're able to get a public school to get to that tier. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Why can't you do it for all the other public schools? Yeah. Yeah. Branham. Branham just did a full, Oh, Branham's San Jose. I'm getting irrelevant. <laughs> like, yeah, irrelevant. It's, irrelevant. No, it's still yeah. relevant. I just don't have any experience really with um, San Jose. That's not like more recent. Yeah. So I don't really know about like the elementary schools here and what they're like or the high schools here. Yeah. Um, I can only... You can tell the differences. Like East Side schools, like Fremont Unified High School, like... Unified School District, or not Fremont, sorry, not Fremont, it's a Franklin McKinley, I think it is. But, like, you can tell. You can literally tell just, like, by the quality of the school and also how stressed out the teachers are. How stressed out the teachers are! Can we get these teachers some goddamn supplies, please? Oh. Real drop. There's an organization. Okay. No. I'm not gonna drop my job, so, like, that's the other thing with this podcast. I'm not gonna drop my jobs right now because... Yeah, yes. too much. TMI. It's, it's a little TMI. If people are really that nosy, they can find out. But, like, I'm just... Don't be that nosy. Don't be that nosy. Don't, don't be worry. that creep. Don't don't ruin my life, please. <laughs> uh, no, I think if anything bad were to happen, I got... I got. I don't think anything bad's going to happen. Okay. Well, we will knock on some wood. We mm-hmm. find some wood. Wood? I think this is kind some of wood. Good. There's, a, there's a wood. Oh, there's wood right there. Got wood. This is going to be got a sticker. Got wood. Got hood. <laughs> got hood. Got the hood wood. Um... Yeah, is there anything else you wanted to add about? No. Uh I think for now, yeah, that that's good. That's my my sexual hurdle. We'll see whatever I work on next. We maybe I'll graduate to just sitting on faces regularly. <laughs> just 
Like, hey, do you want to? Do you want me to sit on your face? And she's like, okay, sit on kind of sexual face. harassment, sexual, sexual. I mean, not like strangers. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you mind if I pop a squat on your face? Like, no, not like that. Quite lovely, lovely. Quite lovely. Would you spread them lips? Put my lips on your lips. Put my lips on your lips. That's a kiss. That's a kiss. <laughs> Would you like to kiss lips to lips? No tonguing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, some nerdcore news and nerdy things. Yes. So, um, just FYI, I want to start off with Nightwing's new alias. So, Nightwing is a homie in the nerdcore world. I did some podcasting, or not, po- I actually interviewed him. I was like, not Robin. Not Robin, no. 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 I think he's like a Grayson bias. I think. I don't know. <laughs> Dick Grayson. Oh, wait. That is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, let me get this fucking right. So, Hardcore. Like, yeah, so he just recently changed aliases. If you guys don't know who uh, Nightwing is, he is from Pennsylvania, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, he has all the good shit with uh, He's actually really good at like what he does. He likes to do a lot of like, Dragon Ball Z and obviously Batman comes. But, um... He just changed his alias again. So previously he used to be Maverick. <laughs> and then he was Nightwing. And now he's just regular schmegular Grayson. Regular schmegular Grayson. I'm just joking. Like no, the, he's the de-evolution. He's not he's nothing more than regular schmegular. Also, congratulations on your new alias. And also congratulations on the twenty
but no, it's good, like, because he's really, like, kind of setting the bar of, like, how hard to work. Highly, like, so that that way um, he can keep it, you know, going and show everybody, like, hey, you can't just sit around, you gotta really just do, do your shit. Um, but there is some information about the, the uh, single itself on the exclusive um, Hip Hop DX. There was an article that was recently, um, and then some other entertainment things uh, include my boy Only One Ronin. And speaking of people who keep changing their aliases, I think I'm just going to call this segment like nerdcore <laughs> artists who change their alias. <laughs> because they so all much, do it. There's so much good shit to choose from, though. Like, you can't be mad when, like, your genre is so, like, lush with variety. Yeah, like, he just did, um, this guy's name is the one, only one Ronin. Only one Ronin. Not, I was like, not to be confused with the Ronin Kenshin? No, no, just Ronin. Just Ronin. Uh, he is a, also a nerd for artist in the South Bay area, or mostly Bay area. He's done like a bunch of things in the South Bay area. Um, he has a description of showing Nerdcore is I saw those guys at anime and I was 16 years old and I was at anime and you know my eyes got stars in them I was like oh my, oh my god they're rapping on an anime convention who are these people like I was freaking you're not the pull your whole computer oh my bad <laughs> oh my god but yeah like I fell in love with them like some time ago but he went from lone wolf to only one Ronin. <laughs> he's, he's deep in it go for it and his single, Who Am I, just officially dropped on all platforms, so if you guys want to check that out, like, he's such a nice guy. He's probably going to be the tallest motherfucker, like, if you ever want to find him, he's going to be the tallest motherfucker in any type of situation that you find. He's, like, Show six up. foot thousand, like, he's so six tall. Foot thousand. Like, he's making all those Tinder people sweat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, one time I went to a Kimber concert, and I ran into him, and I went, hey, and he goes, what's up? And I had to like look really high because he was so obvious in the crowd. Like if he was the same height as me, I probably wouldn't have seen him. But because he's so goddamn tall, Damn. I was able to find him. Yeah, so these are good things. Yeah, these are also this good is things. Why he's the yes. only one. Yeah, so go ahead. Who Who Am I has dropped. And again, he's kind of coming back from the dead. It's been a while since he's drops, dropped anything. So I'm really glad to see that he's putting out some content. And then, since this episode's going to be published on Monday, I want to do this thing called Big Move Monday. Big Move Monday. Big Move Monday. So, I have some close friends dear to my heart because I've known this girl since high school, and she's just, she's just been fucking killing it. She's been killing it, and I'm so proud of her. Her and her boyfriend have been, have created, like, this really good, like, group. Yeah, like, they're a duo. And they're, they're like so healthy. Like you know when people say like girlfriend boyfriend groups, they're gonna break up. No, 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 that's far from the truth. They're so good. They're called ill exotic. Ill exotic. And to spell that is ill exotic. <laughs> really? Not even I double L exotic. I double L. I double L exotic. So these guys have been kind of coming into the scene um, very very recently. What well, feels what is recently. Um, I met, I met, uh, Courtney in high school, and she was at the time, like, dating my friend, um, and 
She was a flute player. Ooh, countess. She was a Latina. Ooh. Yeah. And um, she, I didn't even think that this was going to be her, like, route, you know? And then one day, like, down the line, she started asking me questions about, like, oh, I'm going to move into the Bay Area. I'm going to go to Chabot College. Tell me more about Chabot. And I got, yeah, and I was like, tell me more. So tell me more. Tell me more. Um, But yeah, whenever someone hits me up and they're like, oh, I'm coming over to this area. I'm like, tell me more. I want to help you. Like, yeah, you really did. I was like, hey, I'm moving to Saturday. You're like, tell me more. Get on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always, I'm always like excited to see you until I'm not excited to see you for whatever reason. And if I talk it out, whatever. Anyway. I know, I'm so awkward. She's still excited to see me, guys. Don't worry. She's, I'm very excited to see her. Uh, so, with Coronita, she um, went to Chabot College. She did music tech. And she's actually... It's been really hard for her to get onto the music track a few times. Like, she's, she's had a couple of times where she's, like, like had an obstacle hit her and she had to hold back. Had another obstacle hit her and hold it back. And she's just been, like, back and forth with this shit. And, like, I've seen her get hit by some waves. But I was always just like, girl, just keep moving. I feel like that's true though of like any artist who like makes it because yeah. you have to be willing to like hurdle those walls and like make it through those obstacles and just continue to work and I think that's really what like when artists talk about the grind mm-hmm. like if you're not somebody who's doing like an unconventional job or you're not somebody who's like pursuing a dream or a goal mm-hmm. that doesn't already have um, like a, a pathway Mm-hmm. Like, then you don't really understand what that means. But for somebody to, like, try and make it in an industry that is, like, not the easiest to break out from. So you really have to respect the work that people put in every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, rain or shine. Mm-hmm. Making them rhymes. Making them rhymes. Yeah, so, Ill Exotic's been really pushing forward. They've been doing uh, videos. They've been doing... Um, I forgot what their Sunday series was, but it was, uh, they do, um, mental health Mondays and motivation Mondays on their YouTube channel. Um, they also have a Sunday series. I'm like fucking up because I forgot what the said. Oh, it's song react Sundays. So when they hear a new song or a special jam, like they're, they're going to react and like see how they kind of groove to the song. Um, so, and it's always positivity. They're like a bundle of positivity. They're not going to like shit on you. They're always going to make you feel like you're good. Yeah. Like they're not on the dark cloud channel. They're not on the dark cloud channel. They're not tapping into that Wendy Williams energy, you know, like they're just, they're, they're always trying to like keep it like grateful. And then they just recently dropped a new single after dropping their, um, their album resilience. Ooh. Um, back last year they dropped a single called 2020 it's all it's also on soundcloud right now so um it's something to really look into they're just a duo of like kind of electronic experimental music there's instrumentals there's rap uh like it's it's all good shit so check out ill exotic again i-l-l-e-e-x-o-t-i-c um and like just keep keep tabs on them because they're gonna keep building where they are and they're not gonna stop so I consider them my big move Monday. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're fantastic. Go get them. Fucking fantastic. So let's go on to some of our final segments. Some bullshit. Some bullshit. Some bullshit. Some bullshit. I hope we don't get flagged for this. Why would we get flagged? 
How would you guys feel if I sell a bottle of my own coochie juice? I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. Like my own coochie juice in a bottle and spray it as a perfume. A parfum. A parfum. Un parfum. It depends on what you've eaten that week. Oh, Although yeah. you've been like eating veggies and shit, so I'm sure it's all good. Okay, so for real though, being careful, you gotta be careful what you, like, so some people like will have a well-balanced thing. Mm-hmm. And then some people will forget to drink water. Oh, no, you have to drink water and do your kegels. And also, we forget that uh, if you just eat fruit only, it it actually is worse, like, the smell. If it's just fruit. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's going to be, like, all types of, like, Nancy and, like, you're going to be, like, there's discharge everywhere, like... Discharge everywhere. Okay, I'm probably lying about the discharge. But anyway, so Erica Badu just recently released about um, that she is what is the what is it called? Vagina spray. Vagina. <laughs> what did she fucking say? Oh my god, I oh, forgot already. I and mean, forgot this is already. <laughs> it comes with the territory. Um. Yeah, so she's selling incense. Oh, she's selling incense? I thought it was spray. I thought it was a perfume, too. Oh, I why now I'm getting, like, mixed reports. Well, Is it a candle? Anyway, <laughs> she's she's selling the scent of her vagina. Okay, to be fair, Erica Badu has been talking about the scent and the power of her pussy for a long, 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 long time. True. There's been many interviews where she's talking about, like, um... The smell of it just makes people happy. It makes people want to give her money. And she dips her fingers in it and wipes it on people's necks and stuff. And they be feeling happy. So she's... She has the power of pussy. Babe. The power of pussy. The acronym is POP. POP. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Yo, that pops though. <laughs> oh my god. That's ours. That's our intelligent, that's our uh, intellectual information. Thank <laughs> that you. We're holding on to that. So, pop. <laughs> so, the power of pussy. Uh, so, yeah, she... So, she's doing that. Um, and she's, like... It's literally, it is just called Badu's Pussy. Yeah, she's, she's, it's called Badu's Pussy, and it's created by her own underwear, even though the reports are saying that she hardly wears underwear, so, like... Which, yeah, um, to be fair, I was like, when is she wearing undies? Yeah, like... I feel like she's so she's so in her in her like in her thing that she doesn't even need even need to wear underwear. Like sometimes I don't even wear underwear. Who likes underwear? But I don't do it sexually. I'm just like, oh yes, the mama can breathe. You know, <laughs> same thing without wearing a bra. I'm like my girls are. Oh out. my god, there's I no circulation issues. Yeah, like there's just oh god. It's and being um a big breasted woman. Sometimes going braless is, like, not as easy as it seems. It's not. It's really not. Um, and so, like, apparently Gwyneth Baltrow is doing the same thing, too. Which twat. Okay. Which hers all, like, twat. 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 I think, I think pop is much better. Pop is much better than twat. Yeah. Someone's gonna steal that from us. How and, dare they? And, like, I'm gonna get really, really sad because... Like, then I'm gonna fuck up. Yeah, you down with P.O.P. Yeah, you know me. Oh, my God. You're Power welcome. Pussy. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're just, you're amazing. 
I try. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, there's like this whole comeback of, instead of keeping it a secret, like, we're just now publicizing the fact that, like, we're now just gonna sell our fluids, and this is okay, because people are buying it. Why not? I mean, there have been many, like, movies made on this premise, too, um, that, like, the hormones and the pheromones and, like, what's really uh, attracting people to you. It's like, do you smell all natural? Do you smell what my rock is cooking? Ooh. <laughs> that might be a good one. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, like, everyone's been publicizing, like, just selling, like, their, their fluids or, like, some partial of their body for, like, you know, and it's it's... I don't see any issue with it. I think I see more of an issue with people who, like, actually buy it. Wait. Is that weird? Okay, so she's going to have, like, two. Like, one is an incense. I think that she's saying that that's the one that's, like, no, this perfume on and on. So is she, is she, is she creating a whole line? I don't know. Maybe we have to look more into this. I Sorry, guys. Look more Obviously, into we totally fact-checked before we brought this up. Yes, clearly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like this kind of goes in the same like area with that girl, uh, Delphine, who was selling her bathwater back ah! in 2019. Um, and like, there is also a bunch of like false claims of people buying the water. And then like, there's a bunch of like false accusations that she's giving, com- that there she's giving people herpes through it. And so like, I think this is a wonderful grind. So like this kind of like falls under like, it's bullshit, but it's not really bullshit. But because- also who is drink? Like, why would you... Bruh, Why we're not gonna taste it. We're not gonna kink shame. That's not a thing. But you know, um, somebody bottled their bath water, and then you had to buy it, and you don't know how long it's been in that bottle. Mm-hmm. Clearly, nobody is like testing it. They're not, you know, putting it in a petri dish to see what the fuck is growing mm-hmm. in this bath water, and you're gonna drink it, bruh. No, nobody told you to drink it. Nobody said this is a safe product for you to consume by all means you've got you know your aquaphilia going on you want to dip your penis in it whatever get yours but don't drink it and then get mad if something fucked up happens to you oh totally yeah so like i was actually kind of looking more into it about like how like used like underwear and body fluids like there's like (laughs) there is like a whole fetish and the only thing i was able to find is this thing called budaceta which is the um sexualized attraction to underwear or schoolgirl uniforms. So it's one of those things where it's like like it's been like a kink for so long that like now like women are like trying to get the the juices and the fragrances. I mean, come on. You guys remember Master Roshi? Y'all knew. Oh, yeah. Buddhama? Oh, that Bloomers? Undies? Buddhama. 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 Yeah, same same ish. Master Roshi was totally down to buy some undies. He's a panty sniffer for sure. He's a panty sniffer, yeah. Panty sniffer. I just get so... Okay, so here's, like, the fucked up part of me is, like... <laughs> do you want to sniff panties? Do, do you really want to sniff panties? Because, like, there's some, been some days where, like... Hmm. Questionable. Yeah. You're some like, days are good. Some days you're like, yeah. Some I'd days I'm that. like, what the fuck just happened out I there? don't know what happened. It got... It was sweat. Sweat. Folds. There's yeah, a lot there's of... sweat folds and skin rubbing yeah like some of it's also revealing of like your status of like your health how's your health did you drink enough water today yeah did you eat too much protein or 
Did you eat too, too much, much milk? <laughs> drink too many milk products. Too much dairy. Your diet, the gamer diet, where oh my god, the gamer where it's diet. like Doritos <clears throat> and taquitos and frozen burritos. Mountain Dew. Oh, uh, <laughs> you got Mountain Dew dick. Oh no. Lols. Uh, or like eating top ramen all week. Oh, and I'm like, salty and bitter. Nobody wants salty, bitter cum. Nobody yeah, wants so, that. like, think about it. Like, so if that area of your body is supposed to expel all of, like, waste and all the nasty, nastiness of your body, and also, like, especially with, like, you know, the areas that tell you about your eye hygiene, I think, are, like, your face mm-hmm. because of, like, you know, just, like, acne and whatnot. And then also, like, your downstairs and also your, your downstairs. Your downstairs, your your mama's your down there. genitals, and then also your there's a lot of areas that reveal it, like your your bio, your bo yeah your bo will reveal that, and then also your poop tells you anything you put into your body must you know then be processed by your body and be expelled by your body. So whether mm-hmm. it's like smells, saliva, like if you're like real thick in the mouth, you got that that yuck mouth happening. <laughs> You ain't been drinking enough water, you know. It's, it's, um, yeah, chemistry. Chemistry. No, it's totally true. So, like, that's why I get, like, so weirded out where it's, like, I'm sure, don't get me wrong, I'm sure Erica Body takes great care of her body. I'm sure she does. And, uh, Bella Delphi, whatever her name is, like, I'm sure she, how cute and petite and whatever kawaii she is, like, I'm sure she probably took care of her body, but you never, you don't know. Yes, you don't know. So, uh, anyway, I think that's a big move, or not big move, I think that's a good grind that, like, women do that, just so that way it's just like, yeah, take my scan. Please take my scan. Why not? Um, but also, I'm just like... But is it... You as a... I don't feel like it's a scam if somebody is really genuinely interested in it. If that is your fetish... Okay. And you want that, um, that might not be something that your partner can provide for you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe your partner is not comfortable with that aspect of you, or maybe you're not with somebody, and that is like, you want to be able to feel secure in yourself, you know, maybe you're not just able to go to your friend and be like um can i have your bath water without complicating that relationship or that friendship i love how you just turn that around and you can viably support someone else and viably support your own fetish and get off on that and you're not hurting anybody so i don't think it's a scam at all you're getting what you paid for you're providing a service for somebody who needs it like uh that's just Okay. Economics right there. That works. A and B got together. That's a good move for me. I think okay. It's okay. Gravy. It's all gravy, baby. So it's not really bullshit. I don't think it's bullshit. There, um, there's a whole, there's a whole, um, variety of different philias with water in terms of, like, people who just like the feeling of water against them, people who want to be underwater, people who get off on... Like, say, like, pool sex or ocean sex or bathtub sex. Like, there's, uh, yeah, there's so, there's so much. People who, like, just, like, the feeling, um, knowing that somebody else's body was in that. And especially mm-hmm. if they're, if they are fans, her fans. Mm-hmm. They like her. They support her work. Mm-hmm. Getting something like her bath water, that might be something that really turns them on. Like I said before, nobody said you should drink it. Nobody said... 
you should drink that bath water. But if having it is doing something for you and you're pleased with your purchase, I don't mm-hmm. think that's a scam at all. She's not saying that it's snake oil. She's not saying it's going to cure you of anything. No. She was straight up front like, um, I took a bath in this water. Here it is. That's like saying men who buy used undies is a scam. Like, it's not a scam. You know what you want. I think the reason men why... Men who buy shoes. <laughs> and, like, are smelling shoes. Like, it's a fetish. It's not a scam. It's different. I think when I try to say scam, I and I objectively speak You're like, scam. ooh, women getting over on men, it's a thing. But I'm like, ah. No, it's like, it's like I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to get away with it. I think that's why I call it a scam. A scam. scam. She yeah. got away with it. Yeah, yeah. but I yeah. mean... No, and, and you're totally valid in all of those things. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever. And there's going to be no but that follows the sentence. But! <laughs> <laughs> no but, ass having self. <laughs> yeah, so I just think it was just really fucking funny that it was just like, oh boy, this is happening and people are going to buy it. And I'm like, not hating... But this is hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Well, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's all al- albutophilia, sexual arousal from water. Or um, ablutophilia, sexual arousal from baths or showers. Mm. There's even cordobalism, sex in a bathtub as a thing. We can do a whole fetish section, get on it. Sex in a bathtub is like difficult unless you have a big ass tub <laughs> <laughs> like one of those jacuzzi i've sat i've sat on the edge of a tub. tub and watched people have sex in the tub oh don't get me started i saw people have sex in, in, at panama in a hot tub and i was so like no, no! <laughs> yuck <laughs> not to yuck anybody's yum but that's pretty yuck yo you know what's in that hot tub Nothing that's good for your genitals. Oh, boy. Your genital health will not thank you for that. Move. Unless you want the power of this pussy. Oh, but the chlorine and the everything else. Pop. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what those zits would be doing up here. You have sex in that water. That pussy be popping. All right. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for joining us today on yes. this episode of Don't Cast and Drive. Again, I'm your speaker person sometimes be and i'm kylie too smart yada da you know what it be and we'll see you guys next time bye